the actual process of doing things that you haven't done before, that maybe you haven't got the skills in, like it, it hurts. Like that process is messy and you've got to really, really want that. That's part of the input that drives the immense personal growth and career growth. Welcome to Startup Jobs, a podcast where we explore all the different jobs in a tech startup. What exactly are they and what have we learned from scaling teams from the inside? While most startup content focuses on the founder or investor or specific area like marketing, this show is about accelerating your personal and career growth journey in whatever startup job is best for you. Yeah, exactly, Kai. Like This show is about you. We want you to be the very best that you can be. Good track, isn't it? It is a good track. Uh, So what are we talking about today? Mike, today we're talking about... uh, it's a bit of a follow-on from what we spoke about in episode one yeah. and what we briefly touched on in the intro episode. Yeah. It's all about uh, why you should join a startup. Mm, um, why should you join a startup? That that decision. It seems, it seems like the cool thing to do, doesn't it? It is. Wouldn't it be cool to tell your friends that you work at a startup, Kai? I was thinking this. It's like it's it's kind of the cool thing to have on the LinkedIn profile, right. have in the resume, you know, put in the family group chat, like just join this fast-growing startup. Should we maybe do... Here are some reasons why you shouldn't join a startup. Start there. And then why should you join a startup? Sounds good. Yeah. So All right. what came to mind for me is a couple of things. Like firstly, if you're doing it for the T-shirts, for the the work from anywhere, four-hour work week, if you're keen for the beanbags and the free lunches and the cool offices, um, look, they may be part of an interesting startup experience, but uh, if that's like motivator number one, then it's potentially right. worth probably not a good idea reevaluating. Yeah. Um, so I've got some interesting ones for you. Yeah, as to on. why you shouldn't join, or this shouldn't be the primary reason. And they're actually reasons that I think a lot of people would pick, which is like, oh, I want to go to startup to have like high empowerment. I want to have like impact. You know, I want to make sure that it's like low politics and bureaucracy and like yeah. a flat structure and a modern culture that's people centric. Um, I think, again, a lot of those things should be there. Um, but I actually wouldn't even say that they are the core reasons either. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm looking forward to unpacking the reasons why you should join a startup. But hey, I've got this um, idea. It sort of feels like we're on a radio show, doesn't it? Like it does. You've, you've bought these fancy microphones. <laughs> and um, so I was wondering, could we... Which you approved. <laughs> yeah, <that's- laughs> I did approve those expenses. Um, can we, like... Get a can we can we can we call in the dialer like what what's it called like on a radio show like let's let's uh like, let's like dial talk, someone let's in back, yeah yeah right? yeah Let, let's dial someone in um, can we do that can you make yeah, that happen hey, with that let, fancy uh, mixer there let me let me send someone a message on Slack I'm gonna message Maddie who's our people ops manager she should have a good reason she should I mean she's, <laughs> why, she's why, why is she here here she's in no pressure she's basically got 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 the ear of everyone that's joining the company in yes. the first couple of weeks right yes. So what, look, yeah, why don't we why don't we uh, why don't we call her? Yeah, uh, I don't know if your fancy mixer can do that. Yeah, yeah, let's 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 yeah do a few things. <laughs> okay, all right, let's We're see. Calling um, Maddie. All right, let's call Maddie. Hello, Mads. How you doing? Oh, hey, what's up? How are you? Very good. You just uh, chilling in the Melbourne office, are you? Yeah, sure am. Um, having a great Friday, actually. How about yourself? Pretty good. We're having fun here in uh, in Perth. Yeah, it's uh, it's fun to be fun to be calling you up randomly out of the blue, like I usually do. <laughs> <laughs> um, Let's jump straight to it. Yeah, Mike's got a question for you. Oh, so, Mike's here. Oh, hey, Mike. Hey, How hey, hey. Um, 
done so the we're, we're doing a we're actually you're live you're live on the air um which won't go out live but we're just pretending we're, we're radio uh people um we're the, the topic is like why should you join a startup um and that's what we're talking about yeah we're sort of talking about it some of the reasons why you shouldn't join mm. but you know you talk to a lot of people who are applying for a role here as they're onboarding and sort of interested in what you're seeing as themes and then also how you think about this as well. Mm. Wow, great topic, guys. Um, and, yeah, I definitely do hear that a lot from people entering at Zipline. I think a lot of the recent um, chats I've had with people about that is really feeling super connected to the impact um, mm. and mission of the company. That's yeah. every time I ask someone the question, why Zipline? I always get a real genuine personal connection to the mission and it's quite clear that whilst these people are focused on startups, they're not just going to take any startup that will take them. Um, Mm. There's always a connection to the product, the way the product is built, like the sales um, methodology or approach. Uh, They always have like learnt something in the interview process that kind of like connects them to that um and like I would say personally from my experience as well like that's a big one feeling actually really connected um to like not only to the product and the mission but also the values of the company so I mm. think that's a big reason a lot of people pick zipline like they really see they see that connection um and from like I guess my broader like community of people that is always they're always sort of gunning for a specific like health tech um med tech fintech and then it's the actual like mission is what sells them Mm. uh i think like personally i reckon my answer to yeah why are you here maddie why are you um, working at a startup yeah why am i here i reckon (laughs) if i could boil down like why a startup it's because I uh, want to build a career portfolio rather than climbing a career ladder. And I think mm. that startups allow for that. So I've come from government where right. there's a ladder and you move up the positions and you have a set job title, um, a set amount of responsibility and, and, and that's what you do. And it's all about getting promoted and getting paid more and being more senior. Whereas right. coming into a startup, it's much more of a horizontal, I'm using my hands lots, but it's much more of a horizontal plane where like I've come in as a people ops manager um, and already instantly am so interested in other functions that are more horizontal climb or journey. So, Mm. you know, like working with the customer, maybe jumping into product uh, and the beauty of not having real kind of key uh, job descriptions is that you jump into multiple lanes every day um, and you can lean into that as much as you want. So I reckon like in a nice summary, it's like looking for um, a career portfolio where you become quite generalist and diverse skill set rather than thinking you have to be set down a typical path. Um, yeah, nice. So if I if I play that back, it sounds like there's something that I hadn't considered actually, um, which is the ability to come in and not sort of not be forced but sort of be locked into that linear path and knowing that you've got the mm. ability to go actually shit like what's happening over on the marketing side is really interesting or actually and we, we've we actually seen this happen quite a lot where someone's jumped into customer success and gone actually like I'd be pretty interested in going on the product side or like folks on the we you know, had an engineer who was like actually I'd rather be a product manager and et cetera et cetera mm. so having that ability to to move sideways or have exposure to other areas um, is a is a big attraction. 
Yeah, 100%. Mads, mm. um, any any final thoughts? We'll let you get back to what you were probably busy doing when we called you out of the blue. Um, I reckon a big thing that brought me to startups is that I it helps you find what gives you energy. Ooh. And if you find what gives you energy, you're so much more motivated at work. Mm. Um, I literally spoke to someone yesterday who is clearly a people person at heart and she's been right. an analyst at a big consulting company for three years and she's like young 20s and she's deflated and that's like the opposite mm. of what you should feel like early in your career. So I yes. think she's interested in startups because she wants to like refine that energy and ambition um, and I was like, yep, you've come to the right place. So I don't know how to put that in a nice sentence, but that's a big one. Oh, that's good. And that's that'll good. be my finishing words. <laughs> I love that. Actually, I, um, I've i got a couple of bullet points that we'll share. Um, you just have to download this podcast to get all the and answers. In. <laughs> hey, um, thanks a lot, Mads. Can't really appreciate it. I'm going to make sure we add that to the mix. Yeah, thanks, thanks for taking the call. No worries, team. See ya. That was, uh, that was awesome. That's great. Really good. The fancy equipment worked. It did work. I mean, you know. what else can we call? So, like, let's jump into you know why you should join a startup. I think Maddie had some really good points there, which I'm sure I um I cover. And you know, you were right. Like, the, the key reasons why you shouldn't join clearly is not just for the the t-shirts and the the cool ping pong tables and what have you, um, or just for things that you think look good on the outside. But I mean, I sort of purposefully was sort of stirring the pot here by saying you shouldn't just join as well, just for the reasons like empowerment. Um, be able to make impact, uh, low levels of politics, a flat structure, ability to learn, modern culture, Even if that all might happen in your experience. Even if those things may happen um, and are part of it, the the reasons why I say uh, they shouldn't be the primary reasons is because, like, you know, I worked at Microsoft or I worked at, um, like, Blackberry in the early days and, you know, I've got friends that, you know, even work at banks and, like, other places and, do you know what? Like they can actually get high levels of empowerment and, you know, depending on the team and the way things are structured, like you can actually have um, a pretty flat structure if you've got good management um, team set up and you can have like pretty good levels of impact and what have you. And so I think yeah. it's not like binary that big companies, you can't get that stuff. Like you can actually get that stuff uh, in big companies. And so what I really want to do is like narrow down on what I think are the core reasons why you should join a startup and I thought it'd be good to maybe just um, share a quote um, that I got and I'm sharing it with his permission. One of the guys in the team, he's one of our engineers, he sent me this note like out of the blue, um, uh, literally just two days ago. And it was very, very heartwarming for me. But like, I'm like, fuck man, like this is the reason why I'm pumped about my day job and, and running, you know, a, a company that is a startup. And I'm pumped that this is like at the kernel as to the reason why, you know, you would uh, join a startup. And so he, he wrote uh, a note to me and said, hey, Mike, um, just want to say thanks for creating such a great company. But it makes it sound like I'm, I'm not making an ad here. Like, I swear to God, like this note came this, in, that this is real. There's a screenshot in front of me as well. I can, looks legit, looks like a message <laughs> you didn't make up. Um, <laughs> all right. Uh, it's feeling like I'm fucking an ad here. But as anyways, I, let, let me get to it. And the reason I'm sharing it is because it actually personally touched me mm. and it links into like the reasons why. Okay. So, hey, I wanted to uh, say thanks for creating such a great company with a great culture. Uh, and so much opportunity to learn and grow. Everything I've learned here at Sibline has helped tackle issues in all aspects of my life. And I'm very grateful for the opportunity to hang out and work alongside so many great people. It's helped me tremendously over the last few years. What a ride it's been. Thanks again so much. By the way, he's not 
resigning and it's you know not the end of anything. It's just like literally out of the blue, he's obviously had a thoughtful um, moment. That's awesome. Now, there's a few reasons why I love that. And so let's get to the, I think there's only three reasons. That's right, only three. One, two, three. Why you should join a startup. And these three reasons are, one, you want to go on an, an immense personal growth journey. And I think as part of that, it links to what Maddie said, like you have the ability to find what gives you energy and what doesn't give you energy. And I think that's that's really, really great. But you've got to want to go on an uh, immense uh, personal growth journey, which links to what um, you know this note was here, which is like, hey, I've grown a lot, not just in my Work. professional skills, but mm. I've actually grown in being a better human. There's more detail um, in the quote where he goes on and, and shares that with me. And I know that's been true for me. Like I'd even go as far to say I'm becoming a better dad, you know, better partner, you know, better like brother, um, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, sibling, um, because of things that I even learn in this immense personal growth journey at work. Um, yeah. Resolving conflict, you know, I learned about this whole thing around nonviolent communication. It's like like really, really strange name of basically how to describe highly emotive scenarios where like two people are feeling like pretty passionate about things. Like I've got people that have taken those things that we've done in our leadership team back into their relationships and they've improved their relationships. Kind of fucking crazy, right? Yeah. And, and by the way, because it has such a strange title, oh, there's a great YouTube clips. Anyways, that whole nonviolent communication thing, immense personal growth. All right, point number two, <laughs> drum roll, is yeah, like you want to go on an immense career growth, like which links to the impact. Um, and look, sometimes people are like, man, I want to like have this senior role. And it may even not even be within a startup. Like, you know, we had one guy who was like, hey, I want to get this like particular sales role at a Google or a Microsoft in three, four years time. Great, like come here. You know, what you're going to learn here in as a junior salesperson in three years is going to, you're going to grow quicker than what you're going to at eight years at another large uh, organization. That's it. And that's fine. Like that's, that, that's a perfectly, uh, you know, valid reason to join, um, you know, a startup. You're going to go on, pers- uh, on an immense personal growth, point one. And then number two, you want to have uh, an immense career growth. Um, and that doesn't necessarily have to be going up the chain and earning more money because that could be having more impact or having more mastery in the role. Um, but I think having that, that desire for an immense uh, career growth is important. The third one. Number three is my favorite. <laughs> you did get a get a preview to a some little, of my bullet point notes here. Preview. This one I think is the most controversial because this is the one that most people don't think about. And this is the one that um, I really want to emphasize, which is you want to go on an immense personal career um, growth journey. You want to go on an immense personal growth journey. Most people logically say yes to those things. Like, of course, I fucking want to be a better human. Like, of course, I want to make more money and have more impact and have a better career. And do what gives me energy, yeah. Yeah, of course. And of course, I want to do that, like, in a great environment with a modern culture and, you know, making impact in the world with a good purpose. Like, of course, of course, of course, of course. They're all the easy things to say yes to. But there's got to be some hard shit as well. Like, like for, for this to really have an immense career growth journey and an immense personal growth journey, point number three is you need to know and you need to um, both know and accept and want be in a hurt locker. <laughs> now you had to Google hurt locker. I did, and I um I found I found a definition along the lines of a hurt locker is yes. a place of deep pain and discomfort. <laughs> <laughs> and then and then the the top result in Google was a boxing gym in Perth called Hurt Locker Boxing Gym. Right, right. Who obviously adapted the concept? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, like point number three is like you've 
got to know that you're going to go into a hurt locker and you got to want to go into a hurt locker. Um, and, you know, look, I think the business, best business book ever written is uh, Ray Dalio's Principles. And, you know, in there he's got a section when he kicks off um, the sort of main part of the book and he, he says, look, when you're stretching for big goals, it puts me in a position of failing. And then I need to learn to come up with new ways um, new things to invent, new ways uh, to be able to move forward. I find that process exhilarating because I'm caught in a feedback loop of rapid learning. Huh. And that process is not necessarily enjoyable. It's enjoyable when you look back at it, but the core part of growth, like the input is like these micro failures and major failures, and that's painful and that's hard and that's a slog but in that, that's where you get the growth, you know. And the, you know, we talk about it internally as like spiraling upwards. So um, you sort of you're going you're going round and round and round. Sometimes you're doing similar things. You, you know, you're failing on the way. Uh, and when you look back, you go, oh fuck, like I've, I've you know I've learned that thing or I've, I've become so much better at that. And you know, one of the one of the famous startup books um, by Mark um, Andreessen is um, uh, the hard thing about hard things. And you know, and here he's got this little back and forth with. Um, uh, sorry, uh, Ben Horowitz, uh, sorry, his partner is Mark Andreessen, which is part of A16. So Ben wrote the book, my bad. And there's this little back and forth where Mark goes, hey, do you know what's the best thing about startups? <laughs> and Ben says, what? Well, you only experience two emotions, either euphoria or terror. And the lack of sleep probably enhances both of them. And, but, you know, this this struggle is where the greatness comes from. This is where the growth comes from. And, you know, I think the analogy that I have here is like an elite sports um person where you know everyone likes the idea of like yeah like i'd love to be an nba player or oh yeah it'd be great to be an olympian or what have you but you know let's just say that was even an option for you have you really stared reality in the face of what it is that you need to sign up for you know the 4am starts the strict ass diet not being able to go out with your friends you know drinking on the weekend like you might get some ruthless coach every now and then that pushes you like do you really want all of that and do you want right. that to be your life for four years? Like, do you really, really, really want that? And Live so, and breathe, yeah. Yeah, like I think like looking at the reality in the face of that that hurt locker and I think that's the thing that surprises a lot of people when they come into an environment. And by the way, like that doesn't allow for douchey behavior and like dickhead behavior, right? Like, so it's not like some, you know, 1990s investment bank where like people are like hardcore, like yelling at each other and, you know, all this type of stuff. So I think it can be done in an incredibly people-centric way and where yeah. you're like, people are signing up for stretch goals and you're supporting them or what have you. But the actual process of doing things that you haven't done before, that maybe you haven't got the skills in, like it, it hurts. Like that process is messy um, and you've got to really, really want that. That's part of the input that drives the point one and two, the immense personal growth and career growth. Yeah, and you have to accept that that's the reality, right? Like, you know, as you say, like that is the input, that is the day-to-day of those sort of longer term views of, of immerse, you know, immense personal career growth. That's right. That's right. And that's on, you know, that's, that's for the person coming into um, the environment. And so I think if you're not, if that's not what you want, then you can get surprised and go, Oh shit, this is not for me. I've got a couple of bonus points that I'll quickly rip through. Um, so they're the three most important things. One want to go on an immense um, personal growth journey Two want to go on an immense career growth journey and three, you've stared reality in the face. You know that you're about to go into the herd locker. You know, as Ray Dalio says in principles, like pain plus growth. Um, sorry, pain plus reflection equals growth or pain plus reflection equals uh, progress is what he talks about. And mm. so that pain is a key part when you reflect on it uh, in making those improvements to be able to get better. So that's the, the, the input. So the bonus points that I had is like, look, you know, if you pick the right startup, you're going to work with some incredibly fucking smart people. And right. there's something that's 
intoxicating mm. working in teams where everyone is just wicked smart. Like I remember when I started working at Microsoft, like I'd just go into like these meeting rooms, uh, you know, like my first few weeks, I'd just be like, man, everyone's just like really good. Like, <laughs> and then whenever I'd come across someone who was like, maybe not complete, like top A grade player, like all of a sudden they were working there, like, you know, within the next six months. It was pretty incredible just the, the level of talent, you know, in, in, in organizations and, you know, some organizations are just known for just ubiquitously having top talent across the organization. And, you know, if you're a high performer, you know, certainly if you want to become a high performer, there's nothing better than working alongside just super smart people like in teams. Um, because what happens is it pushes you to be even better than what you even thought was possible. And you see a level of standard and you see a level of, um, like outcome focus and impact where you're just like, that's really, really motivating and that's really exciting. So I think that's that's bonus point number four. Like you should want to work with like really, really, really smart people. Yeah, super energizing that space, right? That environment mm. of having those people around you. Something on that that you said to me, which I found really interesting is like, you know, hey, for, for folks that are here at Zipline that one day maybe want to start their own thing, like yes. this is a, a, a wicked place microsoft for you was a wicked place to meet you know future collaborators you know maybe co-founders totally how many company companies have spun out of intercoms and you know like the paypal mafia right yes like they were a bunch of smart people doing some really cool things and that environment is very conducive of those those sort of partnerships 100 100 100 something we talk about as well like we want to be known as a zipline mafia where um <laughs> they're not it's fine not everyone's going to necessarily be on the you know, the five year plus, you know, journey with us. Like I, I would gladly celebrate, you know, if one of our superstars peels away in, you know, three years time and um, sets up their own thing and they're, they're, they're rocking there. That's, that's fantastic. Like I, I couldn't, I couldn't be happier. So yeah, I mean, if, if you're around incredibly smart people, then, um, you know, good things are going to happen. The fifth, um, I think, reason why, you know, you'd want to join a startup uh, as the bonus um, is that you really, really love the idea of signing up for ambitious and hard goals mm. and playing a leading role in figuring out how to get there, especially when there's ambiguity and chaos as opposed to, oh, my God, I've come into this thing, we're going to do this hard uh, and no one's told me how we're going to figure it out. Like that should actually energize you. And it sort of reminds me of this um, job ad from Shackleton. Have you heard it? Like when Ernest Shackleton was going to do this, um, oh, I think it was, it was like some Antarctica adventure in like the 1800s. Some some big sort of trip over, over, over the seas. and Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like so he put this ad in like, you know, the London newspaper and literally I, I just found it on the internet. And it's like men wanted, this is literally the job ad, Imagine putting a job ad in now for LinkedIn for this ready. Like it goes, <laughs> men wanted for hazardous journey, small wages, bitter cold, long months in complete darkness, constant danger, safe return doubtful, <laughs> but honour and recognition in case of success. Ernest like, Shackleton for yeah, Burlington yeah, Street. Yeah. Apply, apply here. <laughs> like, Such a good ad. He had like, you know, whatever it was, 30, 40 applicants, but imagine the types of people that yeah. signed up for that voyage right expectations like, safely me, managed right yeah no, tell me about it like at least you're not going to be on that boat going fuck like I, I'm, I'm in constant danger and in complete darkness and my safe return is doubtful what have <laughs> i signed up for at least he's felt he's felt that out so ernest shackleton this was the imperial trans antarctic expedition oh, thank you so it was like 1914 to 1917 okay appreciate that love love, love the power of kai and the internet um but so like <laughs> look startups are not as brutal but i think 
you should hear an, a version of an ad like that and go, hell yeah. Like I want to be part of that ambiguous journey that's going to be figuring it out. Like when I sign up for this hard thing. Filled with chaos. Yeah. There's, there's, you know, but I'm doing it with a bunch of smart people and, you know, I'm going to learn a lot. I'm going to go on a crazy personal growth journey, like a professional growth journey. And this is, this is part of the Hurt Locker yeah. um, stuff that I was referencing, right? Um, and then I think, you know, point, point six is, look, of course, there are outsized return options um, that could happen. I think that's that's a totally fine and good reason to want to join a startup, right? Like mm. if, we, if we give you a bunch of shares and, you know, the company does really well, then you get some upside on that. Like that's pretty fucking great. Like it's, how hard is it in your 20s and 30s to go somewhere where you could get a 50 grand, 100 grand, 200 grand, like God, like maybe even a million dollar um, you know, thank you for being part of a ride for, you know, anywhere from say, you know, three to seven years. Like that's pretty interesting. Like that does, that's not available um, in the vast majority of roles, right? And no. so I think having that that kind of free lotto ticket, if you will, um, if, if we if we hit some major outcomes, I, I think that's pretty interesting. I think they're all the reasons that I would say you should join a startup. Yeah, so I, I think what's interesting just to wrap is like a lot of these things are true for founders too, right? Um, a lot of these things are true for folks starting companies, but you often hear about that. What you don't often hear about is the realities of jumping into a startup and and being a part of that journey. A lot of this is still the same. There's a lot of that sort of that, that hurt locker, as you say. It's not mm. all just the founder. It's... um. It's all throughout. So yeah, to, to summarize, uh, you know, you, you're doing that immense personal growth journey. What's giving you energy? You're going on that immense career and professional growth journey, you know, having that impact in what that means for you. You're sitting in the hurt locker. You love that pain. Yep. Um, you know, you're spiraling upwards. Um, it's worth mentioning there that you, no one actually likes the pain, um, but you like the output that comes from the pain, yes. right? Because even now, like we're failing at some stuff and, you know, I'm having to jump in and help out a team. And, you know, it's my fault that I didn't notice that they were fully off track and I'm jumping in. And it's really painful. Like it, it's, it's, it's really hurting me that we're behind yeah. and I could have probably picked this and helped, you know, this earlier. There is nothing in me that's enjoying this pain right no. now. Like I like I like really, really don't like it. Yeah. But I've rewired my brain to go, pain is a signal. Like I know that okay, this is a puzzle. And when I solve this puzzle, I'm gonna get a gem yeah. and I'm gonna write down what it is that I've learned from this thing. And I'm gonna ensure that I improve from this and I know that I'm not going to be caught in this kind of trap again. And that's kind of like the, that's, that, that's the key part of rewiring your brain to want to enjoy pain. Like you don't actually enjoy it, but you enjoy the process of it. Yeah. You know, it's the classic like gym analogy, right? Like you got to take your muscle to a level of it breaking, but then it's got to have the rest. And then that's when the, the building happens. Um, but you've got to like enjoy that process. Yeah. You don't, you don't love the pain for how it feels today, but, but what it creates for you tomorrow. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, before we wrap up, I just want to finish on one last thing, which is, um, so we talked about like why you'd want to get a startup job. And look, we can probably go deep on this on another episode, but I just, I just want to talk about like, what is it that then is a great startup culture? Because these things that we just talked about, and let's say there is a company that is a startup, doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to um, be able to get this immense personal growth and career growth journey and even like the Hurt Locker. Because if, if the culture is really shitty, it's going to be a pretty... It's going to be like you will get some of the growth, but it'll be pretty brutal. The equation is not if startup equals this, like right. there's an extra step. Which yes, is what you're alluding correct. To. Yeah, and I think that's the like, well, what is a great startup culture? And I actually think some of these elements of a great startup culture doesn't can could potentially also be in place 
even in a in in a startup it, without outside of a startup rather, and you just won't get the immense uh, aspect to the career growth and personal growth journey. And so I think the thing with a, a great startup culture is just that like it's just it's really hard. I can't even give you like six bullet points uh, to go. This is what great startup culture is. I've got some themes, but. Um, you know, the, 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 the reality is like I, we put together this deck for anyone who was interested in joining uh, Zipline. It's called like Meet Zipline. And I, w- I put together a slide, which is like, I, I should do a mind map. Um, and I was like, why is it so hard to create a great culture? And we haven't figured all of it out. We just learned, like I said, every time we make a mistake, we create a little, you know, we know it's a little gem and we, you know, try to improve from that. Yeah. And like, I wrote down these points, like a great culture, like at a, at a, at a company, like, basically has some of the, and there's probably some more things, but it's basically like, hey, there's a product that you're really proud of. It has customer-centric sales, you know, where the sales team aren't doing dumb shit. Um, like they're mm. actually really, how do I help customers solve their problems? And it's a, it's a sales team you're proud of. You're actually winning in the market and there's momentum. Like, you know, you've actually got cash and you're like hiring ahead of the curve. You've got robust processes in place that are avoiding chaos. Um, and those processes aren't so robust that it's stifling speed of execution. Uh, there's an investment in developing in great people, bringing great people in. Um, we're bringing customer feedback in uh, and we view customer feedback as important as financial data. Um, in employees and team members, their input is collected. Yeah. You know, we hear um, elephants, we hear about their obstacles, we understand about the opportunities. The leaders in the business are people that you are proud of. Like these leaders are setting, huh. m- motivating and inspiring goals. Um, you know, they're prioritizing the people over profits. You know, the people basically are like, I would, if this person went to another company, hypothetically, or start, like I would follow this person, right? Like there should be those types of leaders that you're proud of. Mm. Like clear and transparent communication. Everyone's aligned on what's important. People can articulate where we're going and why. Um, and, you know, there's great people across the um, organization, which means you've got to have hiring systems in place to be able to cover that. You know, there's got to be clarity around the, the, the core values and, and, and how that comes to life. And, you know, there's a, there's a prioritization around having fun and, like, meaningful relationships at work. And I could go on and on and on. Right. Basically, like, all this shit is really fucking hard yeah. is the short way of putting it. But what you can do is you can jot those things out and you can go, okay, well, where are we on the journey of these elements? Um, and I think, you know, when I think about like a great startup culture, they've started the journey on these bullet points and they're aware of it and they talk about it and they think about it and you can see um, progress on those elements. Yeah. And so I think that's probably something that we can, we can chat about um, next. But I think if those pieces are in play and those parts that we talked about, like a startup job, then honestly, like it's a massive multiplier. Yeah, I agree. And I think that's, that's an important point because, you know, as, as you said, when you first brought it up, like it's not just every startup that gives you those three things we just talked about right. earlier. It's like the right type of startup. Yes. Um, and that's going to be, I guess, a bit of a meta theme throughout this whole show, right? Yes. Is, is, is thinking about that. Um, and yeah, we can deep dive in it more, but I think it's great that you mentioned it. Yes. Um, to keep, keep that top of mind. Awesome. What'd you get? What, what was your takeaway from today, Kai? I think, um, to be honest, uh, the the number one thing for me is the Hurt Locker. Mm. Um, and I think the, the reason why that's the number one thing, and actually I'm going to leave it at that number one thing, is that if you have the right sort of approach to that Hurt Locker and you find a company where there's a healthy Hurt Locker, yes, then that's the unlock to the immense personal and career growth journey. That's the unlock to great share options, 
that's the unlock to, to great impact and energy. Like, yes, if you think about that as sort of like the first step, um, I think that's what I got out of today. And then, and then if you add that with a great manager, because, you know, people join companies, but they leave managers. Mm. So the manager's like really important in this. And, you know, the manager's number one job is to make their people the best they can be. And so when you're in this environment where people are coming for immense personal growth, immense career growth, they understand what it takes in terms of the hurt locker stuff. Okay, it's safe to fail. It's safe to make mistakes. Being guided by that manager that's helping them and pushing them to be the best they can be. Like, okay, now we're talking like magic and then we're talking about all that other stuff, you know, high-performing people with you are in their teams and all this like great startup culture, which we'll unpack. Um, these are the reasons, Kai. These are the reasons why you should join a startup. So if you're like listening to this going, fucking, I am so pumped up. Yeah. Like I want to join a startup. Get uh, get your game on. Yeah. Um, hey, and actually, do you know what we should do? Like, we're not a recruitment agency, right? Um, I've got a crazy idea. If anyone's listening to this going, hey, man, I, I want to join a startup. This sounds great. I'm just going to get them to email you. Yeah. And then I think we should do our best to funnel people to the right um, spots. And like, obviously, we're, we're a company that hires people, right? But we're also a part of a portfolio of companies yep. with our investors that are doing awesome things. You know, you've got people that you know, like, like, this is not the startup for everyone. Not every startup is for everyone. Yep. So, um, yeah, you, you have my email. It's kite.zipline.io. If this is generating something inside of you, use that email. We'd love to hear from you. And uh, when you ping Kai, let us know what else you want to hear on the show. Thanks for listening as always. Excited to be having these conversations with you, Mike. Yeah. Till next week. Till then. <laughs>If you're enjoying the first few episodes of Startup Jobs, subscribe or follow on your favorite podcast app. It helps us out big time. See ya.